Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. This is Star Wars Action News, live from Chicago Comic-Con. Here are your hosts, Marjorie and Arnie. Hello, Chicago. Woo. Always wanted to say that. feel like the Blues Brothers up here. So let's hear it for our governor, our former governor. That was quite the reception he got, wasn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> at my booth. He's so nice. I watched him on um, Celebrity Apprentice and he's just, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, you might want to Google that. You might want to Google that because yeah. it's not all roses and fairies. Yeah. Uh, I just watched the Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, it, he was awesome on that, trying to use he the was. computer, he looking was. at the bottom and everything. How do you turn it on? And we are here with Ashley Eckstein of her universe and of the Clone Wars. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to meet you in person. Yeah, we missed you at Celebration 5 where you guys had a big presence. Yes, and yes. And it was a lot of fun. I actually picked up the uh, Sovarsky hat in black, which is oh, really yes. cool. I love it. Thank it you. It is so awesome. I wore it up here, actually. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I made most of those by hand. You're kidding. Um, no, I love arts oh, wow. and crafts. Yeah. I love them. Actually, that was our very first item that I ever made um, that inspired the whole line, actually. Mm -hmm. So I brought that hat into Lucasfilm as part of our presentation, and I said, look, I don't care if you're a tomboy, if you're a girly girl, every girl likes a little bit of sparkle, mm -hmm. and we don't want just a, something plain, or we don't want guys' shirts. We want stuff that's made for women. Yeah. And so the hats kind of inspired it all, and then launched the t-shirts. Yeah, I love the t-shirts. And yeah, they're all really soft. Mm -hmm. They're great garments. They don't shrink. I don't know what no, your experience has been, it, but... It doesn't shrink. Yes. And you know what's nice is it's a little bit longer. Yes. So I don't have to show everything if I bend over. Yes. <laughs> and it, it does retain its softness, and it's I really like it. It's thick, too. And a lot of the yeah. women's shirts are really thin, yes. but it's really thick. I am a nut, an absolute nut about quality. I can't stand to spend my money on something that after you wash it the first mm -hmm. time, it falls apart, or it shrinks, mm -hmm. or the seams are over your belly buttons. Yeah. So I did the wash and dry test on everything. <laughs> Everything, um, It doesn't shrink, and it is. It's very soft. I don't like the short shirts, so mm -hmm. the longer shirts was a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, you know, I'm not going to release anything in my line that I wouldn't personally spend $30 on or $35 mm -hmm. on. It's it's definitely quality. It's it's quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. so. Now, the one thing that I noticed is I'm actually a big Sith girl, and everything so far has been Rebel. Is there, can we expect anything, or is this the good girl line? No, 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 no. You can definitely expect expect um, a couple things for the dark side. Uh, we're, we're coming out with an entire new line in April. Or, well, don't quote me on April. Um, in the spring, spring-summer, but an entire new line. And actually, um, I'm designing
holding a hat Ooh. that uh, may have the Imperial logo on Very it. Very cool. And a purse that's going to have all of the symbols on it. Ooh. And uh, definitely a bounty hunter shirt. Cool. Uh, probably Boba Fett. I think that's, yeah. that's going to be the design. And um, a, a couple things. A, a trooper shirt. There's mm -hmm. going to be, we're going to mix, you know, the good mm -hmm. guys with the dark side. Yeah, because everyone assumes, because I'm a girl, that I love, and I do love Princess Leia, but everyone assumes, you know, I love Leia or I'm a rebel. And I'm actually the one with the big Imperial symbol tattoo on my back and yes. my shoulder. And he's the one with the rebel tattoo. Well, so. the, the hat, the, I'm designing a military style hat. And right now the design has a big Imperial symbol on top of the hat. Oh, cool. It looks really cool. Oh, I'm short so everybody can see it then. You know, yes, yes. But I think the biggest misconception, so many of the shirts in the past for women have been designed by guys. Mm -hmm. And they're just guessing what a, a girl would like. And, you know, I think the biggest misconception is that us girls, we want some of the same designs that are on guys' shirts. We mm -hmm. just want them in female garments. Like, exactly. There's some really cool Mark Echo shirts that I want, but I just want it in a female garment. It always looks like you're wearing your husband's shirt when you wear them. Exactly. I have that same problem, too, is because it always they're always boxy and they don't fit. And they just, you look, you don't look like a girl. No, no. All of our garments are female garments, and they've been tested on female bodies. So, um, uh, and this is just the beginning. Cool. Now, I'm excited about the purse because yes. I'm a purse girl. I have a problem with purses. My husband thinks they're supposed to cost hundreds of dollars, so I'm not going to tell him any different. But, and I usually make my own purses at home with vintage Star Wars sheets because there are no Star Wars purses out there. So yes. this is really exciting, yes, too. Yes, we have a really cool, uh, it's going to be like a canvas tote that's going to be coming out. Um, still working on the designs. I'm definitely going to be playing with the symbols and probably all of the symbols. So uh, look for that on the purse. Um, but the design's not quite finished yet, but the actual bag itself is awesome. It's pretty cool. big because, you know, when you come to these events and conventions or Star Disney Star Wars weekends and you want to be able to fit enough stuff yes. in it for the day, um, but it's 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 just, it's really, it's really, really nice. It has, it's more of a, a boat bag, but then it has a cinch uh, strings on top. It's it's a really cool purse. Cool. I'm excited for everybody to really see That's really awesome. Now at Celebration 5, that necklace was one of the big exclusives everybody was talking about, everybody was rushing to on the first day. What gave you the idea for that? You know, I wanted to do, because it's the 30th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back, I wanted to do a special jewelry piece just for Empire. And um, so I flipped through all of the posters, the Empire Strikes Back movie posters, and that was my favorite poster. And so I just decided to, and, and obviously all the characters in the shape of a triangle, so I decided to pick that poster. It's my favorite. And the retro logo is on the back. Um, but all we uh, all we had was 150. So, so that that's it. There's only 150. They were gone by 1 o'clock on Thursday. Wow. Um, I actually, I will say, I bought, myself, bought an extra five necklaces that um, might find a way uh, to, to float around uh, to the people that weren't able to get at Celebration because I um, I bought them myself. Literally, I was, <laughs> I was you know, the customer in line. And um, so you never know. I don't know. Right now they're with me, but I'd love to, you know, to share them in the future. Uh, we'll see. Any ideas for future exclusive items? Oh yes, we're definitely gonna um, make it a make it a tradition. Make uh, 
the kind of her universe exclusive. Probably uh, we'll definitely have an exclusive next year for Comic Con, and um, and you know some of the events moving forward. But we'll probably play around with jewelry more. I mean, jewelry is what I'm most excited about. I love uh, the different Star Wars jewelry, and right now we just have the two pieces, but we're currently designing new uh, pieces of jewelry and might be playing with the Imperial yes, uh, symbols. So. I made him buy the keychains from the Celebration store so I can make something out of that because that's really oh, yes. all you can do is take other things and make jewelry out of it because I'm, I'm not a metalsmith or anything. So Yeah, no, we're actually going to be, I hope to have, you know, uh, probably three or four jewelry pieces by next summer. Okay, great. So what else do you have coming up for the line that you'd like to tell us about? Um, well, one thing I'm really excited about, and we're still in the, the design phase. Um, I know I've talked about it, but it's, it is currently being designed as the lightsaber lip gloss. It's going to be a lip yeah. gloss tube in the shape of a lightsaber. So um, once we finalize the design, it's probably going to take about six months, but that'll be out by next summer, uh, we hope. And, um, and then just, again, I want to make girls geek chic from head to toe. So, you know, starting with hats all the way down. Um, so, and definitely, I, I know we're designing a pajama set. Oh, how cute. Because uh, I love, like, really soft PJ pants. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're definitely designing that. And definitely look for more apparel. I mean, the, the problem is, is I have so many ideas and so many designs and can't make them all at once. So um, I'm still actually finalizing all of the concepts and designs. So for all the girls out there, if you have any ideas, please write them in and tell me because nothing's final yet for the next round of designs. Um, so I, I, I could still possibly take what you're saying and I'll be sending you some emails because I would love some stuff that, now I, that I could take to work. I do carry my Japanese Star Wars messenger bag to work because yes. my geek flag flies high at work and they know yes. that. But I'd love some like laptop cases or even just like a messenger bag or something like that or earrings I can wear and not look like a nut because I I, I can wear this to work. If I had, like, an important meeting, they'd probably look at me funny, you know, because it looks funny yeah. in my suit. But Well, uh, the, the, our jewelry that's going to be coming out, I can tell the girls this, the jewelry that we're coming out with next will definitely be more delicate. Mm-hmm. It will be more subtle. Um, I think these first round of necklaces, I uh, love chunky jewelry. Um, there's a jewelry designer called Tarina Tarantino, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of model the necklaces after what I like of her collection. But I do agree that... I want the girls, like you just said, to be able to go to work and have mm-hmm. subtle hints of Star Wars. So uh, the, the jewelry that's coming out next will definitely be more subtle, and I think you will be able to wear it to a business mm-hmm. meeting. And it'll just look like you have on some cute earrings. Yeah. You know, and they may not pick up on the fact that it's an Imperial exactly. logo. Yeah, and, you know, this comes from the girl who does have Star Wars in her entire office and the Mighty Mugs and Marvel, so... Now, you mentioned the pajamas. Are they going to be modeled after Dooku's that we saw in the trailer for season three of The Clone Wars? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are, like, clamoring for replica pajamas there. Um, you know, I, I think these will be a bit more feminine. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, the design for that isn't final. I have a couple different concepts for those. And what's more important for me is um, comfort, is I want to find uh, a cute, you know, PJ set that's that's very comfortable. I'm I'm much more of a couch potato, and I like to sit on my couch in something very comfortable <laughs> and just lounge around. I don't want to feel, you know, constricted in, 
in tight lace. And even though there is room for that in our line, but um, this PJ set will probably be more on the comfy side. Uh, but I like to be in soft PJ pants and maybe, you know, long sleeves and just lounge around on my couch. So, um, well, you could change honeymoons forever with some attractive Star Wars negligees, I'm sure. Oh, that, that will be coming. No, awesome. Not, that will be coming. Um, I will definitely be doing some of that. Uh, I, I don't know when, but the, I already have several designs in cool. mind for that. Well, Ashley, thank you very much for joining us. It, it, the line seems to be a great success. I saw it everywhere at Comic-Con, at Celebration, here at Chicago Comic-Con. And, and actually, what's funny is I was wearing this shirt when the newspaper came to interview us because they came to talk to us about our collection and us oh, doing, cool. we did presentations at C5. Yeah. And so this picture, us with Han Solo, Frozen, and Carbonites in, the, in our newspaper. Oh, my gosh. So well, it's really cool. Well, thank you for representing her universe. <laughs> yeah, it was really neat. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. you know, that's the biggest thing if uh, for the girls is the biggest miscarriage conception is that girls will not buy Star Wars merchandise mm -hmm. and we are beating down that stereotype so the more that we debunk the stereotype the mm -hmm. more we're going to be able to make and oh, yeah. thank you for your support because the girls and guys we had so many guys come up and support her universe and buy for their wives mm -hmm. and daughters and yeah he bought me the hat because he told me he'd buy me something at celebration oh, and that's you. what I wanted so well, he's like I'll buy it for you that's the thing the guys have been so supportive and the thing is, is Star Wars is for everyone and I'm so happy that the guys have been have been acknowledging that and saying look finally they're including the girls so mm -hmm. thank you to everyone because we are we're making an impact and yeah. it's really exciting cool That's so nice well, thank you again and we look forward to future shirts as well as your work in the clone wars series thank you i hope you like season three it's gonna be good <laughs> september 17th cartoon network nine o'clock eastern eight o'clock central it's gonna be good and the website is heruniverse.com yes go to heruniverse.com everything's available on the website. Great, and we'll have a link to that from our homepage at SWActionNews.com. Ashley, thanks again. It's been a real pleasure to meet you in person. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. And also joining us is Dan Madsen with Her Universe, also the founder of the Star Wars fan club and the man who started all of the Star Wars celebrations. Hello, sir. Hi, guys. Great to be with Star Wars Action News. I Great. listen to you guys all the time. I love your show. Oh, thank you. And we've talked before a couple years ago around Celebration 4. It's good we finally get to have you on the show. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm loving being here with you guys. So... You're really representing with her universe these days. Can you tell us how that all came about? Well, a mutual friend of Ashley and mine, uh, as you know, I was also had a hand in the Star Trek universe. I did the official Star Trek fan club, the Star Trek Communicator magazine. Um, she was the head of licensing at Paramount Studios, and she's working with Ashley on the Her Universe project. So uh, when the time came for uh, her to look for somebody to kind of help with the fan relations and such, uh, Andrea introduced Ashley and I together, and we hit it off, and the next thing you know, we're working together on her universe and I have to say this is probably one of the most exciting projects I've ever been involved with. Yeah, but like I said to Ashley, it's really taken fandom by storm. Now, as a male with her universe, how is that working out for you? Actually, you know what? I love it because my wife loves Ashley's line of clothes, so she's wearing she's wearing her shirts. But uh, I've thought for a long time that there was really nothing out there for all of the female fans for Star Wars. So when I got uh, associated with Ashley and she started telling me all about her vision and what she wanted to do, I was like, this is 
brilliant. I mean, it's really time for something like this to happen. And as I started talking around with friends who go to the conventions and such, they started saying, you know, I'm seeing so many more girls at these conventions. It's 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 just incredible. So Ashley's actually meeting the the needs and desires of the female fans, which is I'm thrilled to be a part of that. And as an old school Star Wars fan yourself, did you get one of the necklaces with the Empire Strikes Back poster? No, I wanted to leave them for the girl, for the female fans to have, because there's only 150 of them that were made. So it would be selfish for me to take one when they look more they look more lovely on on the female frame than on mine. I can tell you that. So you're not wearing the clothes, just test them out, give no, them some road testing. I'm just looking at them on 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 the female fans and admiring them. Well, he has his wife for that as well. Well, actually, that's right. I'm I'm admiring it on my wife. That's exactly. <laughs> right. That's that, exactly that, right. that might be kind of fun, boys wearing this Her Universe line. <laughs> that might be a lot of fun. Hey, you know what? There have been some guys buying the uh, the Star Wars Swarovski Crystal Cap. We've seen a few. And Steve Steve Sansweet bought one for his collection. Ah. And the Rebel Alliance necklaces. And the Rebel Alliance necklaces. Actually, there have been some of our fans buying yeah, those as I well. I guess a guy could wear that and it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's manga. Ashley was just saying that guys yeah. want the zip-up hoodie as well. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you think about Duncan Jenkins, he collects everything. So he has to get all of this, including the necklace, the zip-ups, one of every item in your lot. Well, actually, Steve has already come to us and said, you know, can you, like, help me get one of everything that Ashley's doing for the Star Wars Museum? And so i got to talk to Ashley about making sure we get him one of everything. So it's represented in the in the Star Wars Museum of Steve Sansweet. Wow. Well, that's very cool. Now, Dan, I wanted to talk to you about a few of your other Star Wars projects. You just were at Celebration 5. You started Celebration 1. So what what is your feeling as the man who began this whole thing that became this cultural phenomenon for Star Wars fans to see it grow the way it did? Well, you know, it started as a grassroots kind of thing in the beginning with Celebration 1 in Denver. We had no history behind us. We had no background. We didn't know what we were doing. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 we had uh, almost 25,000, 30,000 fans show up in Denver for that. So it, it's really gratifying to see, you know, it go from where it was to this kind of grassroots fan event to this latest monstrosity, and I mean that in a good way, <laughs> at, uh, in Orlando here a week ago. So it's really, it's really been, you know, a, a joy to watch it grow over the years. And I've had a lot of fans, one of my thrills at Celebration 5 was the fact that a lot of fans came up and said, you know, thanks for getting this whole thing started. And I said, yes, I gave birth to this monster. And it, it was painful, but it was worth it. You must have just this tremendous feeling of accomplishment because I, I will tell you just personally, some of our greatest memories are attending celebrations together and the people we've met who we're still friends with and things like that. Like these guys here, they're going to be, their little boy Owen's going to be on the show later. We met them at celebrations. Absolutely. And it's, just, it's fantastic. I, I hear so many fans that say they've made some of their best friends. Actually, people have met each other and gotten married as a result of the celebrations. So, you know, it's so neat that... that, that yeah, it's such an impact on people's lives. It's such lives. an impact, yeah, on people's lives. And that, you know, every year, every time there, a new one comes around, everyone looks so forward to it. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it really is gratifying to see where it's come and how many people it's, it's created enjoyment for. 
Now, you mentioned marriages. What, what is your feeling about some of the new things that were added, like the speed dating and the commitment chapels at Celebration 5? I, I sat and watched the commitment chapel for quite some time. I thought that was actually brilliant. I really loved Elvis Trooper. He was my favorite, uh, uh, you know, mar uh, doing the commitment, cha the commitment chapel. But, yeah, I, I absolutely, I think they're great. It's, it's you know, you got to add new things and keep it fresh and go new. And uh, the fans seem to love it, so I'm all for it. Now, I wanted to also talk to you. We talked to Steve Sansweet back at San Diego Comic-Con about how the Star Wars fan club is no more. It's taking a hiatus at the very least. And as you were the one who ran it back in the 90s and all, that's got to be kind of a little bit of a melancholy feeling. What are your thoughts on that, and where do you see it going in the future? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a sad feeling because, you know, when Star Wars came out, I was 14 years old, and I joined the fan club as a kid. Uh, and then in 1987, I got a call from Lucasfilm, and I flew out to the ranch, and I talked to them about taking over doing the fan club, because they'd closed it down at that time, too. So we relaunched it again as the Lucasfilm fan club, started it off as the Star Wars fan club, eventually down the Rhine. But, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it, it felt, it was sad to see it, it go down. But I think it's, it's just waiting for something new and big to come along, and then it'll start back up again. So you don't have any plans to spearhead that again? There's too much? to take on right now. You just never know. Ah. Now, when we talked to Steve, he said that, really, what does the fan club become? Because it was the hyperspace contest. Like, is it just a membership kit? I got to think you'd have some ideas on what could make a fan club a really special thing again. Could you share with us some of those? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, some one of the things that I've... Doing the Star Wars fan club today would be very different from when I did it. And I ran the fan club from 87 to 2001. Um, and during that tenure, we started the Star Wars Insider magazine. But, you know, today, the fan club has to be so much different. I mean, with the social networking and the Internet, uh, you know, there's so much more that you could do with a fan club. Um, so, you know, I've been thinking about live events. I've been thinking about um, uh, doing something much bigger on the Internet with it, um, some new publications that would be tied into it, and merchandising would always be a, an aspect of it. So, you know, I really, I've, I've got some little ideas in the back of my head, but if the time ever came that we actually got serious into discussion, I definitely have some distinctive thoughts about where the fan club should go moving on from here. And some of the best times also at celebrations at just general conventions were the fan club breakfasts. Oh, I love those fan club breakfasts. Those are, I mean, we had a standing tradition, I think, since we've been together. We would hit them, all of them in the Midwest that we could go to, yep. as far south as Texas, went to California. Great. And what's fun was when they would, we called it emptying out the closets, where you'd get the big grab bag, and it might be like an animation cell with Ewok Eye from the cartoon. Yep. And that was so much fun, because you got so many neat little things in there, and you sat at a table with 10 people you didn't know, and by the end of the day, you traded email addresses and into them four times and it's, it's great. And that's, that's what it should be. Exactly and that's right. one thing that it would be wonderful to bring back. It got kind of high priced at the end and then yep. they stopped giving out the little cleaning out the closet bags. And that's right. It, it, that's what made it fun. It's yeah. once they started hiring third party people to do it that it really started to... That's when it really started getting it, it became a little more corporate then. It, it did and I, I miss that. I, I love the hominess of Star Wars yep. and Star Wars fans are the best fans in the whole world really. Yeah, they are and I would 
totally agree with that. And I also would say that, you know, eventually I'd like to see it get back to that. Yeah, that's that would what be I great. wanted. That I would love to see it get back to that more real fan feel of of the original. Some events. listeners of our show actually had their own kind of little breakfast on their own at Celebration, and then at Comic Con we had we have traditional people we always had breakfast with every Friday morning, so we made our own breakfast. Good and for you. We went to the Marriott and had breakfast at the restaurant there, and Stan Lee was eating there, so it was kind of cool. Oh wow, how cool is that? Yeah, he likes oatmeal. <laughs> hey, cool. That's really cool. Well, he started Marvel Comics. Marvel had Star Wars, so there's a tie there. It's tenuous, but it's there. There's definitely a Star Wars tie in there. And, and it was just a tradition we had. We all had breakfast together, and it's one of the things that the Star Wars brought together was all these people just being friends and hanging out. And it was our Friday morning tradition, and we're going to carry it on next year. See, and I think you should continue to do that from mm-hmm. now till the end of time. Exactly. exactly. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Now, Dan, we're a collecting podcast. I wanted to ask, do you collect Star Wars? What kind of a collection do you have? I had a really incre- incredible co- uh, collection, which I've I've sold a lot of my pieces now over the years to get them into. Steve Sansweet's bought a lot of my collection, in fact. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, over the years that I did the fan club, which was, I don't know, 13, 14 years, we produced a lot of exclusive items. Uh, we had prototypes for all of those items. We did original artwork. Um, you know, we had autographed signature items. Uh, Probably the most valuable pieces in my collection are the letters I've gotten from the cast and crew over the years. Like I have Christmas letters from George Lucas that I treasure, um, and just letters from all of the the people who we've interviewed over the years. And my personal mementos; those are the ones that mean the most to me. And I got a, a neat shot when I had my little cameo in Episode One on the set that was taken for me that I love. So those are the things that I treasure probably the most. Well, Dan, thank you for stopping by. I really would love to talk to you some more offline because, you know, I was a member of that Star Wars fan club in the 80s and 90s when you were running it, and I'm sure you, we've got a lot of stories. You probably shaped part bring. of Arnie's life. <laughs> you know what? I feel proud of that did that because you're returning that to all the other fans, so it's, that's nice. Well, thank you very much, and as, as a male, I'm loving what Her Universe is doing, so. Thank you, thank you. Heruniverse.com for everybody out there. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Dan Madsen, everybody. And next up, we have Daniel Logan, Boba Fett. Hello, sir. Hi. How you doing? Good. So, good to see you here back in Chicago again. Oh, always good to be in Chicago. Got the best, best pizza. Yes, we do. She, she knows East. Yeah, I went to... Um, Godino's last night. Gino's. Gino's. I went to Gino's the night before, and it wasn't as good as I remembered it to be. All right, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Come back, come back. You just banished Boba Fett. He picked the wrong pizza place. Into the Sarlacc pit. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. When you're from New Zealand, you just love all food. Ah, okay. Yeah, we're kind of bland in New Zealand. We chuck all kind of vegetables together with water, lots of Ah. salt and pepper, and you're good. Oh, yeah, in in America, we don't mess with vegetables. No, I know. (laughs) Deep fry it. <laughs> so your back is Boba Fett. How does that feel to be back in the Clone Wars doing the voice? Well, it's awesome. Uh, George, you know, allowed me to come back and didn't even uh, ask me to audition to play him. So um, it's, it's awesome to be back. You know, Boba Fett is an amazing character. And to see what he's doing in the galaxy, you know, is what we've all been waiting to see. So it's fun to be back in his boots. Is it weird to play yourself in the younger animated version? Um, sort of, but not really, you know, because um, 
maturity level, I'm still only 13 years old, so it's kind of <laughs> still around Boba Fett's age. Um, though I've just been aging, you know. Now, what's the difference between doing the live action and doing the voice acting? Is that a big difference for you, or can you just roll with it and it's all the same? Well, the voice was new, new to me, so I mean... Um, when I was doing the voiceover, I was kind of nervous, but Dave Filoni is such a great director. He helped me to calm and, you know, made a really relaxing and comfortable environment. Plus, all the other voice actors, they were amazing, you know, so you just kind of feed off the people you're around and, you know, you use what you can. With the acting, um, I'm kind of a crazy imagination person. I could sit with, with a brick wall and probably have a two-friend personality, you know what I mean, talk and conversation. Um, but I just love imagining things, and that's why I was great that I was given the opportunity to be in Star Wars. Because when George would ask me, "Hey, do you see that droid?" I could see it. I could see the smoke rising to the sky. I could see it. You know everything. But it was just a different kind of droid. You know that what he saw and what I saw. So now, um, we go to a lot of conventions and we see you a lot of places. And it's kind of funny because we've kind of seen you grow up. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of different. Time, I know little, you're an adult now. It's kind of. I'm a man. Yes, you're a man now. <laughs> now, one thing I noticed, I was watching you at Celebration Five standing in line you have this great rapport with children and I saw you out there playing with some kids with some lightsabers and you're jumping around and having fun with them and I think that's great is that some of the fun you have here that's all what the convention is about and technically that's what Star Wars is all about is the children um I was always told, you know, I've come from a family of five, so I was always told, shush, be quiet, don't touch, don't move, don't say a thing. But when you come to these conventions, that's what it's all about, touching, asking questions, wanting to know more, finding out information, you know, getting greeting and meeting your favorite film stars. And when you see people just sitting there, you don't understand. These people have been given gifts and opportunities of a lifetime that many other people haven't been given. And these kids are going to be the future of that. How are we all going to be out enjoying conventions if we're only catering, uh, catering to the adult audience, which are, which are the prequels? And that's what I love about Clone Wars. It's entitled all the little kids back in. And now they're all coming up and they know their new little galaxy. They know their all new little stories about the Clone Wars, you know? So it's brought everyone back together. But what we have to remember, if we all want to enjoy this for many more years down the road, the children what it's all about. You know what I mean? You see the look in their eyes. You see the, you know, aspiration like, oh, wow, that's Boba Fett. That's a stormtrooper, you know? And that's what you have to captivate on because, I mean, they're going to be the ones who are us in many more years to come, you know? And I think it's great they get to relate with, to you because they see you without a mask on and you're a person who goes out there and plays with them. And that's probably really great because stormtroopers obviously don't have a face and that's wonderful that they can relate to you like that. Well, also another thing, my, I got, I got uh, brothers and sisters, you know, and they all have kids. And I hadn't been able to get back there for three years. So when I come to these conventions, I see these kids, they remind me of my nephew and nieces. Aww. And I always think, you know, well, if my nephew and niece met one of their favorite stars, how would I want them to be to my nephew and niece? You know what I mean? Eventually, I want kids. So I'm that, you know, down the road. But I'm just hoping for what I'm giving back to these kids. One day, maybe these kids might be in my seat. My kids might love them. And they remembered how I was to them, you know? Because, I mean, you gotta be, you got to be yourself. You can't change, you know? You can't really, you, you never change. Now, I've been talking to Chris Spice over here, and he tells me you've got some, uh, a bit of a Boba Fett collection. Yeah, Hasbro, um, Hasbro, Darrow um, DePriest, and um, Stacy up at Lucasfilm, they sent me all the new samples of all the brand new Clone Wars and uh, the new uh, Episode 2 and Boba Fett packages. It was awesome. Now, what's your favorite? 
I can't. I love them all. I the mean, Boba Fett helmet, run around the house playing uh, with that. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of <laughs> chuck on the jetpack, you know, run around. I'm Boba Fett. No, I, I really like the the new. Um, uh, I think it's 10 or 12 inch Boba Fett Slave One, mm-hmm. and then they also made the in the same pack the. Uh, um, uh, Samuel Jackson's whatever the Tie Fighter or whatever. Star Mace's Starfighter, exactly. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to take that out of package and chase me around in it. Get him, get him, Dad, get him. <laughs> that was actually some of the best part of episode two was the relationship you guys had developed, and it, it was really great because you guys seemed to just go right with it in the movie, and it was fun. That was all uh, Tim Weta right there. He. Um, First day I met him on set, I was kind of nervous, shaking, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he comes up to me, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, well, you're now my son. I'm, you call me dad, and I'll call you son. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I'll call, cool. And I said, okay, dad. And he turned to me, oh, all right, son. So we had that relationship ever since. Yeah, it was really neat, I thought. So are you going to be back on the Clone Wars again this season? Uh you know, with Star Wars, you can never give too much information away. You have to stay, you're going to have to stay tuned for that one. I, I thought you were in the trailer. I actually didn't think I was tri- giving a spoiler. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm not too sure if um, Boba or the clones are going to be back. But if they are, it's going to be amazing. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to the third season, too. So Boba's got to come back. He's the best. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, those end of season shows where they brought back the character really were fantastic. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that the, actually the last three uh, episodes did really well, and um, it's all the little kids that are coming up giving me all the props about it, and it makes me realize how how much Boba Fett is still loved even by the younger audience. So. Now, at Celebration 5, I'm sure you saw Jeremy Bullock again. Yeah, it, Grandpa Fett. Any territorialness about who's more Boba? Oh, no, he's Grandpa Fett, so he already knows he's in retirement. You know? I'm Baby Boba. I still have, I still have room to grow. <laughs> no, I, I still give respect to Jeremy. He, um, he, he was the one who, who kind of led the way for me to have what I have today. So, I mean, he did a great job as Boba, and we're great friends. I've just been all over the world with him almost, so... Great guy, great actor too. I remember back at Celebration 2, going back in memory, they had the Fett family reunion where you and Tim and Jeremy were all up there on stage, and that was you guys had a good rapport. Yeah, the fetish. <laughs> yeah. Or the ha- fettuccine. Have you seen that shirt, the Boba Fetish shirt? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> now you're making my head grow. <laughs> I already got it big enough for it as it is. Well, Daniel, thank you very oh, much for wait, stopping Wait a second. By. I just oh. want to show you the proof that Boba Fett's awesome. He's, try- he's trying to get rid of me, and you're trying to get me to stay. What is I it? Want- what? Boba First, Fett. you were trying to get rid of me. You picked the wrong pizza place. Oh, uh, no. hey, you know what? We could go to that pizza place tonight if you like. <laughs> Maybe I'll just get a thick of milk. <laughs> no, the proof that Boba Fett's awesome, this guy goes everywhere with us. Really? Yeah, we take his picture everywhere we go. And So if I was to steal him right now. Oh, I'd be mad. Use my jetpack, fly out of here, as take him all around the back, galaxy. You'd have to bring him back, though, because he goes everywhere with me. I could take him to Camino on back. He might like that, but he, he really likes the ladies, so he might have a good time. I think we have both have something in common. Yes, I <laughs> I know I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> Daniel on Twitter.com. <laughs> All right, well, Daniel, I know you've got a lot to do at this con, but thank you so much for stopping by. Much appreciated. And you guys Good can catch him over you. in the autograph area. Yeah, I'll be over there. You can hear my mouth before you can see my face. <laughs> I'm the loud one. <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
we are here with Chris Spice of Sandtroopers.com. Hello, sir. How you doing? Uh, big turnout here for today. Very surprising. Uh, we were in here yesterday, and it, it just it felt like Saturday. And Saturday, it's it's just it's insane in here. I know. I, I cannot recall a crowd this big at Wizard World in the eight years I've been coming. It's, I think you're right. It's got to be the governor. Got to be the governor. Absolutely. Everyone wants to see Hot Rod, right? Well, I did. I, I, was, uh, I got mobbed over there earlier, and, and uh, I did get a, sh- a halfway decent shot of his hair. So. Well, how, how could you miss his hair? I, I didn't. <laughs> you have your own fan club. Oh, well. Baby, baby Boba. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, um, yeah, it was. It, it, it is. It's a madhouse in here, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it is. This is the busiest it's been for a long time. But that's good, because this is a fun convention. So, so you always have this great booth at Wizard World. So where did you get the idea for this? Um, actually, it was the gentleman who works on the site, Boba Binks. I'm sure many of you are familiar with his work. He started building props. And then, uh, and you know, we cover a lot of shows at sandtroopers.com, from little trade shows to uh, interviews with George Lucas. You know, it, 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 there, there's a wide spectrum of things. And we just kind of thought, well, hey, it, it always shocked me when I'd come out to the crowd and find people and they'd say, well, I've never heard of sandtroopers.com. And, it's, you know, we've been coming to the show for eight years and covering the show for a long time. So it, it just wheels started cooking and then a little help with the advertisers and camo net, banners, little things later. And a moisture and, evaporator. And, oh, yeah, the evaporator definitely adds There's a nice touch. There's plenty of moisture here, though, in the Midwest. Oh, no so doubt. probably a successful farm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm a good farmer. Now, we saw you a lot at Celebration 5 passing in the hallway and everything like that. What, what, do you have a good time at Celebration 5? Absolutely. What were their highlights for you? Uh, waking up. Waking the, the, up, yeah. Um, it, it was less than 14 hours sleep for me the entire trip. It was... Yeah, it, I feel you. I understand. Of, it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of wear and tear, too. But yeah. good times overall. I was very yeah, impressed Yeah, I, I had to wait to get here to sleep, actually. Yeah. I haven't slept all week. Two weeks now, no sleep. So yeah. I understand. Yeah, we're all burning it at both ends, and that's why I... Uh, it was Thursday morning. I, I I woke up and I you know getting everything in the car. I'm like I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it really is a lot, a much, but uh, definitely worth it. The crowd out here is is uh, uh, definitely worthy of a 10 year celebration, and that's what we're out here celebrating is our 10th year. I felt like that was a milestone. That's awesome. Um, that's why we went after the you know the whole you know it started in February and we've been in Pittsburgh, we've been in Kansas City, we've been in the Motor City. Now we're going to take over the Windy City for a couple months. I've got stuff lined up all the way to the end of the year and hopefully there'll be a lot more stops and uh, many more good years to come. Mm-hmm. Now Chris we always on the show do a little bit of a store report and an online news report and you have sandtroopers.com so let's uh, keep you in on this and get your thoughts on some of the news we found. For example Toys R Us, the Rise of Boba Fett pack showing up one oh nine ninety nine. Yeah, you know a little bit about the Rise of Boba Fett, Pat. Uh, yeah, it, it, it actually showed up at sandtroopers.com. It was in July, and, and just some random guy out of China decided our message board was the place to post uh, 50 brand new pictures of it. So I That's awesome. I, yeah, I couldn't object to it. I, I, I was told by a different source that it was uh, Empire Strikes Back large-scale Slave 1, so it was uh, a very surprised phone call to Mr. Logan when I, when I learned that it was indeed, you know, going to have, you know, him and the mm-hmm. Bosque and everything else that comes with it. It's a great set, and, uh, yeah, I was just really happy to see the, the folks at Hasbro weren't, they were 
too upset with us. So, you know, it, it, it worked out pretty good for everybody. Now, $110, I think it's kind of worth it for what you're getting. Two ships, one brand new sculpt, which will later be repainted for Empire because they already said the Haunted Carbonite fits in there. Mm-hmm. And then you get a slew of figures. But what do you feel about the $110 price point? It, it is a little steep uh, when you compare it to some of the other. You, you know, it's just like any collectible out there. It's it's worth just as much as uh, another collector's willing to give it to you. It is a toy. you got to remember that. Uh, I think if I was a kid or being a parent, I'm definitely buying it for my kid. $110. Ain't, ain't, i got to have it. It's Boba Fett. Got to have it. Well, we're going to have Owen Cheddar on a little later. We'll ask him as a kid whether the AT-AT or the Slave 1 is a better under-the-tree item. Well, that that AT-AT's the best toy they ever made, in in my opinion, hands down. It is awesome, but that Galactic Heroes AT-AT is super cute. Well, that's the baby brother. I know. It looks like a little puppy AT-AT. You're right. It counts. It's very cute. It counts. They're together. You can pretend they're... And now we get the ATST for it, too. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. And did you see here on the convention floor, Wave 2 of the Vintage Collection, including some of the foil chase cards are out here? Yes, I did, and it's unfortunate. I, the only store I've made it to over here over the weekend was the Target in Rosemont. Uh, I, I work down at O'Hare Airport, my uh, my day job, so I know that Target usually has jack squat, but I, I checked it out anyway. Wasn't a whole lot there, but it is good to see, finally, we are getting some new toys. I, I would really like to, well... Let's just say we, we, we could save a good conversation for Hasbro distribution, couldn't we? You know, I mean, we didn't have any toys from January to no, till June. No, we didn't And we actually just got the new ones just before we left for Celebration. So we really didn't have a chance to get too many. Oh, yeah. N- nice of them to put everything out two weeks before the biggest yeah, Star Wars party in the world we exactly. were all trying to save for. I, I think other places had them like a month before us, but hey, you know, what can you do? Absolutely. And then there's been some online news, and this week the online news is being brought to you by Backstage Toys, where at Backstage Toys, their Amazon Fulfillment Centers have 2010 Clone Wars Legacy, Saga Legends, and Vintage ready to ship all the basic figures, vehicles, battle packs, and galactic heroes. And for all of you who didn't find what you need here at the convention, if you use this coupon code... SWAN20SV, you get 20% off. And all orders over $25 ship free. Again, that is backstagetoys.com. There's a banner at SW Action News. So, online, the 1 6 scale Commander Cody went online Thursday night, and the exclusive version sold out Friday morning. Yeah, I. I've gotten to the point where I don't even care when Sideshow does their pre-orders anymore. I, if I really, really want something, I just get on the wait list. And there, there's there's a lot of guys out there with, uh, uh, I don't know how to put it, big big eyes, little stomach. I, I don't know. They, they ain't got the money. Their credit so. cards get declined. It sounds like a good idea yeah, until the money comes out. Their eyes are bigger than their credit limits. That, yes. that's, that's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. You know, there, there are some folks who just get a little carried away. And, and, and that actually gives me time to see how much time... If I really do want it to, you know, get on the wait list. But I think that happens to a lot of people where they hurry up and put it, pre-order it, and then it comes around. They're like, oh, you know what? I really didn't want that. Little Johnny needs braces or something. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I'm i getting Cody. That's, that's yeah. ain't no doubt about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Cody's more important than Johnny's braces. Let's get that straight. Or shoes. Yeah. Or Your shoes. kids don't need shoes. No. Unless they're the Star Wars Adidas. They can go with flip-flops for at least three Ex- more months. Exactly. Yeah, now, definitely. Gentle Giant put the exclusives up for sale recently. The Stormtrooper, the 12-inch Stormtrooper, and the 12-inch Boba Fett. Now, shockingly, 
Stormtrooper is not sold out, but the Boba Fett is. Amazing. Yeah, to everybody standing around here, there are booths selling 12-inch Stormtroopers for $150. Do... $250? is the Boba Fett. The Boba Fett's $250. The Boba Fett is sold out, so you may have to pay the $250. But you can just go to GentleGiantLTD.com and buy that Stormtrooper for $100 instead of $150 here. Yes, yes. the one that people are winning. Yep. Yep. So it, it's much cheaper online. It's not sold out. I am so glad, though. I'm in the Premier Guild. I got my Boba Fett ordered. It's going to be delivered to my door. I didn't have to worry about it. You know, they finally got the Premier Guild to where it's worth paying for. Absolutely. I, I think for Gentle Giant, um, they've come a long way in terms of uh, making collectors a little bit more happy. I think they've, they've learned some painful lessons over the years. Uh, I'm really excited about a lot of the pieces that I saw out there at, at, at Celebration. I really like the the Vistula. I'm definitely going to have to, t I'll definitely be picking that up. Uh, there was a lot of things in the case that, that, that got a second look. And I don't buy as much stuff as I used to, but I, I did like what I saw. And now, what do you think about what Sideshow revealed that's going up on pre-order August 26th? And there's a lot of hyphens and colons in this. Sideshow, Fall of the Empire, Ewoks versus Stormtroopers. You know, when I when I first read it, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. And I only saw like a little tiny picture. They do the little bit. Picture. I saw yeah. just a little. So I clicked on it and I looked at it. It's mean Ewoks. It is. And I liked They're it. I, I thought it was, you know, I, I don't know if I'm dropping. It was a couple hundred bucks, I'm sure. It's you don't show. mess with Ewoks. Yeah. Probably about 300 is my guess. But it, it, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm dropping three beans on it, but it did look a lot better than like the sound of it. It's not your cute and cuddly Ewoks. Yeah, these are cannibalistic teddy bears ready to eat your flesh. Yeah, they've got like <laughs> big fangs and everything. Definitely. Now, the other thing that was a big talk about the Celebration 5 store and all the exclusives they had, and Brian's Toys just put a plethora of them up online, including the Wampa and then the Camion Fixer comic pack. Yeah, it, it was surprising to see. Uh, I think they said that there was limited quantities of, of the Fixer Cami 2-pack. Uh, as you know, I'm, I'm rather chummy with Mr. Anthony Forrest, who played Fixer. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't invited to, to the big party uh, for whatever reason, but we, we were shipping him cases of fixer figure back on Sunday. I figured we'd wait till Sunday and see how many, you know, look back there. They had a ton. Um, yeah, they did. And and we ended up shipping three cases to him. And then Mr. DePriest, actually, when he found out what we were doing, he, he gave us a case. So, and said, you know, give that to, to Anthony. And, and, and even Mr. Logan was kind enough to put a little personal touch on that box. So we're, we're looking forward to, to Anthony That's getting cool. that in the mail real soon. Now, I was surprised that the Wampa didn't sell out. I I liked it. It's I picked cute. it up. I, it was cute. The arm came oh, off. Oh, I know. That's right? awesome. And then, right, the price tag. And then, it's only $50. That uh, wasn't too bad. Know. Now, here's something interesting. If you go to a booth right by the front door here, 35. that Wampa is 35 I don't understand that. Well, I, I don't either. You know, and that's the thing. Some of the, I, I just felt like some of the stuff down there was a little overpriced. It seemed like every time I was turning around, I was dropping another seventy-nine eighty-eight. That seemed to be the magic number down there. And that sounds like a Walmart price, the eighty-eight, doesn't it? But yeah, the the last tour to Endor, the the Lego Cube dude, I did pick one of those up. Um, everything was seventy-nine eighty-eight, so only fifty dollars for a Wampa. 
Nah, you know. But see, but he was an exclusive and at a convention, so I didn't balk at the price too much on that one. And he was an um, item that was supposed to be made before, didn't get made, and is now brought back yeah. with a removable arm. I kind of like that vintage story to it. Same reason I bought that stupid Yoda hat. <laughs> well, I, I was actually thinking more about the Wampa rug. I, I just asked my wife I don't if know. she. You I was know, torn on that. I don't know. I think we need a picture of a slave Leia on a Wampa skin okay, rug. Okay, they did myself. that for the ad. Actually, I saw a rather nice slave Leia over there today. Adrian Curry, what is she doing? Didn't this go poorly at Celebration I 5? I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I thought it went... I, I, there is quite a line, that's that's for sure. She she uh, wears the costume well, and I'll leave it at that. No, no doubt, no doubt. Peter Brady's a lucky man. I think I'd rather see... Chris Yar- Knight, yeah, yeah, same guy. Yes, I think definitely. I'd rather see a Yarna on the Wampa Rug. You're the only one. I think that'd be different. Now, one last bit of online news. At Brian's Toys, they have the Anakin and Mace Windu FX Sabres in stock. And you can get the mail-away Boba Fett without actually having to mail away. You don't have to cut the Because stamps are hard. The... No, it's cutting up the cards that's hard. It, I know. A, a little bit of my pr- soul dies every time I have to cut a pop off a card. Yeah. So you can get that now at Brian's Toys. And we thank Brian's Toys for being a sponsor of Star Wars Action News and Sandtroopers.com. Yeah, as well as the Battle Station. Brian donated a FX Darth Vader Saber. In fact, a gentleman over here was the lucky winner last night. And he, he took the Vader Saber home. And well, that's awesome. So he went home and made a costume. <laughs> Just because yeah. he won the saber. He, That's he, great. He was pretty quick. Or else he's the luckiest man no, in the he, whole world. He has a few, I think. But no, he he, he won. And uh, we also have the Anakin FX that he donated. And we'll be doing another appearance next month at the Chicagoland uh, Collector's Expo in, in Carroll Stream. So, yeah, we'll be quite busy, uh, like I said, throughout the year. Well, Chris, thank you for joining us. And thank you for hosting us at the Sandtroopers.com booth. This has been amazing. And we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much. Well, I think maybe we should do just one more thing. I mean, since it is our birthday and you guys are here, let's... It's our birthday, too. It's our we're, birthday, too. We're we five turned five. Old. Well, five and ten. Let's 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 do something big, then. How about... Uh, tell you what. Do, do you got the question? Yeah, I got a question. Okay, Arnie has the question. We're going to take this premium format Dark Talon here from... Donated by the generous folks at Sideshow Collectibles. And, Be ready uh, to answer the trivia question. Yeah, let's uh, let's hit the question. Don't shout it out. Raise your hand, and I'll call on the first hand I see. Because if you shout it out, then everybody's going to have the answer. I'll, 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 I'll get the This Darth Talon figure is based off the Star Wars Legacy comics. Who is the artist who is most associated with... This character, Darth Talon. Snow Bunny Padme. Ralph McQuarrie. Ralph McQuarrie. No, next. Uh, Don't listen to somebody who shouts out the answer. Should we do another question? No, No, he's got his hand up. Yeah, he's got it. Dave Dorman? No, not Dave Dorman. What is the artist most associated with the creation of Darth Talon? Raise your hand. He's... Jander Sima. Yes, Jander Sima. We have a winner. Let me get a picture. Don't run off. Yeah, stay right here. Now, that is the Sideshow exclusive version of the Darth Talon. Come over over here. So, congratulations. All righty. Sorry you have to carry that home. I'm not. I, I, yeah. If you don't want to carry that home, I'll carry it home. I'll, it'll be no, okay. What, what's your name? Mike. 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 Where are you from? Uh, Chicago. 
All, All right. right, Mike from Chicago, and, and please stop back at 723. We'll be doing another grand prize today. Uh, actually, no, it's not 723. What's with the weird Saturday. time, Chris? 720, yeah, it'll be 623. I'm sorry. 723 was yesterday. Uh, 723 is our actual birthday. In 46 23rd. seconds? No, it, okay. it, it couldn't be 420, so we just we changed oh. it. I have a question, guys. Back in the... Uh, so next up we have Owen Cheddar. Owen has not been our youth reporter for a long time, and he's here to talk to us a little bit about Star Wars collecting and kids. Hello, Owen. Hi. Now, Owen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna out your father because he talks about you on Facebook. Ooh, got a little bit away from the feedback. He, he talked about you on Facebook, and he said you said his collection was a waste? Actually, Luke said that. Oh, Luke said that. Oh, okay. Luke. Well, we will talk to Luke in a second. Owen. <laughs> Owen, as a kid, what do you think of the new Star Wars toys these days? Well, um, I think they're doing a pretty good job with the figures and how they're doing the new cartoon, and then they're... Sometimes I'm not real happy when they bring them out. They bring them out like really late after the movie. <laughs> so he has problems with Hasbro's distribution as well. Yes. <laughs> now, have you played the new battle game that comes with the cards? Um, no, but um, Dad got some, and I I tried the game at Celebration. They were doing a thing where you could try it, and we figured out how to do a three-way with it. So... How, would, how did you do that? Well, me, Dad, and Luke played, and it's pretty much like if you have the higher number, you win, pretty much. And then they have stats that's like force ability, the battle skills, intelligence, mechanical skills, and leadership, and their luck. But I don't think mechanical skills is that good of a ability. It's only for pretty much Anakin Skywalker. Is that the ability to fix machines then? Well, every ability you win on, so, and some, usually they have like four or five of them, or they have bonuses, so. So do you recommend this game for other kids or adults, or is it just kind of like, eh, play with it once and you're done? Well, I, I like the game, and I, I want the, fi I want figures of, of the game, so. Do you, so you want the figures, and then if it happens to come with the game, that's enough? Well, I did. I made a game, so... How did you make the game? I used Galactic Heroes instead. Oh, they're way cuter. Well, since we got... I like Walmart again. Walmart put out their stuff, so... Is there anything else you want to talk about with the toys or anything? Well, the new I like I like the new ad at that came out. Do you have one yet? He dad does. Does he let you play with it? He will, he says. Oh, he will. And I'm thinking I think when he's older. Oh. <laughs> when he's older. How old does he have to be? Uh, old and cranky. Old and cranky. <laughs> Isn't he kind of getting there now? 
Let me think. <laughs> I should say the right answer. So we need to start a website to have a petition so you can play with the ad ad. Yes. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask you, what do you think would be the better Christmas gift from Santa? The ad ad or the Slave One with the Starfighter Battle Pack? I would say the ad ad. All right, original trilogy for the win. All right, Owen, thank you for joining us. Now, Luke, we need to talk to you. And yes, they did name their children Owen and Luke. And they happen to like Star Wars, which was my fear that our children wouldn't. <laughs> it's absolutely a coincidence that it's Owen and Luke, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Luke, why is your dad's collection a waste? Because um, he just keeps them somewhere and not plays with some stuff. And they're still in the package, right? Yeah. And so you think that he should take them out and play with them? Yeah. Should he let you rip open the packages? No. No. Because the package itself was a collectible. Yeah. So do you think, like, one day when Dad's at work, you might sneak down and find a Macquarie Stormtrooper or something and uh, just very carefully take it out and maybe he won't notice? No. <laughs> So what's it like going to, like, Toys R Us with your dad? Is it dad gets his toys and Luke gets no toys? Or Luke gets one toy and dad buys, like, 20? Yeah. <laughs> You're ratting your dad out, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you open your toys? Yeah. Is he pretty generous with giving you Star Wars toys? No. No! <laughs> now, you know you have to ride home in the car with him, right? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, you just ratted him out and making him look bad. Yeah. And you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> do you collect things other than Star Wars? Yeah. What else do you buy? Mario stuff. Mario. He's the boy who went to Celebration and bought a Mario plush. Which leads to the question, one, why was it for sale Celebration? And then why did he buy it? <laughs> did you get anything Star Wars at Celebration? Oh, uh, yeah. What'd you get? Um... Chunkies. Ah, Chunkies, Galactic Heroes. I've never heard him called that. That's really cool. Now, do you, have you ever watched Superhero Squad or seen those? No. You need to check out that cartoon. It is an awesome cartoon. It's a cartoon made with the Marvel Chunkies, like Spider-Man and Hulk. It's really awesome. All right, well, Luke, Owen, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And if you guys it. need a ride home, you call us if they won't let you in the car. Well, Marjorie, that is it. That has been our show here at the Sandtroopers.com booth at Wizard World. Yes, we're at Wizard World. You kind of forgot, didn't Well, no, you? I can't decide. Is it Wizard World or is it Chicago Comic Con? It's it like goes it's both ways right now. It's going both ways. So everybody, you know, San Diego Comic Con got all the publicity, and now everybody's like, oh, we're Paducah Comic Con. We're Podunk Nowhere Comic Con, you know? I'd just like to thank, real quick, all of our sponsors, advertisers, affiliates, you guys, all, all, all the affiliate websites. There's, there's a lot of great ones out there. Uh, Yak Face, JediTempleArchives.com, uh, everybody that helps spread the word about us all throughout the year. It's been a very good year for us. Uh, big thanks to the folks at Revenge Next Door for powering the station and uh, Spice Audio for thank the equipment. You. Yes, big thanks to everyone who made this possible. Spice Audio, wow, neat name. <laughs> Well, Chris, maybe we'll have to do this again next year. This has been a lot of fun. Definitely. Anytime. Anytime. All right. And from Chicago Comic Con, this has been Star Wars Action News, and we'll be back next week from the Star Wars Action News studios. We're staying home? Yeah, we're staying home for a weekend. Sweet. <laughs> Talk to you then.
Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit yakface.com, hanshideout.blogspot.com, and jedi-temple-archives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is web programmers Jason and Joe, associate produced by Brock, reporters Jerry and Steve, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Berent. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2010, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. You're not going to make me read the credits live, are you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right now, and, go. and with, we have to have an interpreter of dance. Off, <laughs> off, my, off the top of my head, right? No. <laughs> Actually, I could probably pull up the email I sent you saying, read this. <laughs>